Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by Millions James, the exploding unicorn, Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by Millions Steve Dash, Rinko Levers. All right, thank you. We come to it's it's such great fanfare that welcomes us each week, James. It really is the the, the deafening silence is just it warms my heart. <laughs> I'm so used to it by now. Anything sounds like something to me. <laughs> Welcome to Wrong and Wronger, the show where James, the exploding unicorn Breakwell, and I, Steve Olivas, we debate about topics that most people have an opinion about, but very few people listen to arguments about. We actually bring a lot of good data to light. Yes, if by data you mean complete nonsense with no information whatsoever, that's exactly what we bring to light. <laughs> and today is no exception. Today we have a good one cooking, and uh, I'm not even sure what it is yet. James, what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about the appropriate dating age. Should it be over 16 or under 16? Ah, the Mason-Dixon line of driving. Is the driver's license the rite of passage, 16 years old? Well, before we get into that... We have the part of the show that I always find the most uncomfortable as James tries to say something nice about me. <laughs> so hard. So hard. I know. I hate to put him through this, but on the other hand, I love it so much. I will start the festivities. I will say, and uh, we were just talking about this a few shows ago, and so it's amazing that this has happened in the interim, but James won a Best Beard contest and if you've seen his picture with your snazzy blue photo shirt for the photo shoot for your book uh, what is the book called again i don't even remember only dead on the inside a parent's guide to surviving the zombie apocalypse very sly steve very stock (laughs) people won't notice that at all (laughs) i was gonna get another copy where can i go to get that one james you know, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, basically any any brick-and-mortar bookstore, they're all there if you'd like one to see this beard that won this contest. Well, it's funny you bring that back because they were just talking about your forearm hair when you won that best beard contest. That You're, you're very tall, and uh, they thought you were kind of a shorter fellow. and uh, So it was the forearm hair that won it for you. And that, I think, is quite a testimony. Yeah, well, they they should have been more specific with where they wanted the hair, but oh. their bylaws didn't spell it out, and I just capitalized. I I'm not ashamed. I took home my my prize. It was it was a gallon of beard wax, and I, I don't know what to do with it, but I'll find something. Now your arms stick together when you fold them. <laughs> All right, hey hey, you you got something nice to say about me too, right? Yeah, just don't sound so desperate, Steve. Give me a second here. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. So. So I, I, I got to say, I didn't think you had it in you, but you actually managed to collect all the state quarters and the, the outlying Thank territory, you, except for one. There's one state that you refuse to admit as a state, which I, I found odd, but I admire your persistence. You're so going to say Pluto. No, no, I was oh, going to let you tell us the big reveal. Which state do you not acknowledge as a state, and what did you do with that quarter? I cannot, I'll tell you what, growing up in Wisconsin... Our natural rival is Illinois. and uh, But Ooh. Illinois, I actually, it's a love-hate thing with Illinois because I do like Chicago. And uh, so it's a love-hate with Chicago, too. Sometimes I think they should line up a bunch of bulldozers, push the whole thing into Lake Michigan, and start over again. But I never felt vitriol 
I'm getting there. Never felt vitriol <laughs> until I, I was a student at the University of Oklahoma, and Texas, Texas wins that prize for me. I'm not going to get the Texas quarter, even if I'm down 25 cents and uh, missing a cog in the wheel. That is my completed collection. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Our, our one Texas listener is going to be devastated. I didn't know your mom lived in Texas. <laughs> I guess we have no Texas listeners. We're safe. We're, we're safe to insult pretty much any state in the union. Just go for it. We're not going to lose anybody. But thank you. I didn't know anybody cared about my completed I, collection. I, I shot you the text and you ignored me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I gotta, I gotta say something nice. So that's, that's what we're left with. All right. Well, we, as per usual, and by we I mean me. I'm about to flip the Guam Quarter of Fate. I pulled this one from my collection, and uh, I don't have duplicates of Guam, so this is the only one which makes it special, and it determines the sides of the argument each week. And uh, this determines your side of the argument. So let's say heads up under 16, uh, tails up over 16. All right. Heads is under, tails is over, and it is up. And it has landed on my notepad, and it is tails. Guam is looking at me. You have over 16. Okay, well, this should be easy, because that's pretty much where I ended up anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I had no choice. I dated into my 20s. That's my first date. Just by default, we might be the wrong two people to debate this (laughs) one, (laughs) as opposed to every other issue where we're also the wrong two people. Uh, But really, if you're dating before 16, you're not really dating, because you can't go out anywhere and do anything. Like, if you have to ask your mom and dad to drive you someplace, are you really dating? I mean, that's... You're you're constantly supervised anyway. It's basically uh, I don't even know what the term for that is. Awkward is what it is. Over sixteen though, you've actually got a chance. You've you've got a little more responsibility. They trusted you with a two thousand pound metal death machine, and if you can handle that, oh, wow. you could probably handle some basic relationship choices. You understand a basic <laughs> cause and effect relationship between you know actions and consequences. So so at that point, if we can trust you with the vehicle. We could probably trust you with the relationship. So I think I think that's ideal. Not that you know you ever control your kids completely. It's not not that it's ever really up to you completely, but you know, you kind of lose a little bit of that veto power anyway. Once they're out <laughs> driving and you can't see them anymore, what are you gonna do? Put a tracking device on the car or mm. like take away the car? Mm. I can't think of anything worse than taking away the car because then you have to drive them to all their stupid sports. Like when my kids are 16, <laughs> they're getting a car, and that's the last time. So at that point, I guess they might as well date because they're basically out of the house anyway. All right. All right, father of four girls. We'll see where you're at when they turn 16. But, you know, the the trend now, interestingly, is toward kids not even having any interest in their driver's license, which just confuses me. can't imagine that. What what do they do instead? What, 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 What? Explain yourself, Steve. Uh, Well, now, this is from having teenage daughter that her and her screwball friends. Now, my daughter wanted a driver's license because she wanted to work. It wasn't about dating. It was about starting to make money. But her friends would, like, hang out. That becomes the social activity of choice. And so one unfortunate person with a car, and my daughter had a van for a while, like a Scooby-Doo van. And so she would be carting everybody around, all of these other, I, don't, I just called them deadbeat, or deadbeat friends that just wanted to not get a driver's license. Like, where do you have to be in life? But the point is, getting back on the topic, you can't use the car and the driver's license as the Mason-Dixon line. It has to be the age of 16 and the potential to get a driver's license. And in my They're opinion... Same. I'm splitting hairs, dear Steve. Split, and you don't have many hairs to split. <laughs> well, you've got enough for all three of us. <laughs> 
you, me, and cousin it that you have in a sleeper hold over there. <laughs> but uh, I think I am a firm believer that if kids go out, let, let them go out earlier than 16 to kind of work out some of the things that make it less awkward when the stakes are higher. The stakes get higher when you're driving because now the kids, uh, if you go like on a double date, for example, there's four of you and all of you are at the mercy of the mood of the person who is driving. And uh, most parents hate that phone call where they got to go get their kid and scrape them out of a party or out of a movie theater or something because somebody had an argument and someone took off. So I think getting a little bit of that... The, the first date willies, getting them out of the way, getting kids used to being around each other and hanging out with the opposite sex, I think that's a good thing to do before 16 so they get a walking head start into how to do it once they turn 16. Well, I guess I could see the advantage to them. If you want to, like, turn them off dating forever altogether, definitely go before 16 just <laughs> to teach them how awful it can be. Here's, here's your date, guys. You're 12. We're going to take you both to Pizza Hut. We're going to bring their parents. We're going to bring us, and we're going to sit there. We're going to stare at you well, the whole time. There is a chasm. A chasm. That, kid, that oh. kid's going to be single till they're 35. <laughs> that's, how you, that's how you make a cat lady or a cat guy. Cat guy should be a thing. Why is that not a thing? Cat guys? Oh, yeah, no, no. No, they're out there. Believe me. Are they? Okay. Oh, they're out there. They're probably more pathetic than cat ladies. I thought there's anything wrong with being like, I, I think I think being a cat lady is a reasonable life choice. I mean, why can't you have a million cats? What's, what's wrong with cats, Steve? You're just you're making enemies all over the place. You don't like Texas. You don't like cats. I can't even remember if I was arguing for or against cats during our cats versus dogs debate. Oh, whatever it was, you were wrong. I'm sure of that. <laughs> And by the way, there's a huge chasm between 12 and 16 where there's a whole lot of growing that goes. 12 year old girls didn't even know I existed when I was 12. Girls don't know you exist now. <laughs> or 16 or 18 or 21. <laughs> Any age in between. I was that I'm, guy. I'm not sure your wife has met you yet. <laughs> oh, she has. She was disgusted, but she has. <laughs> Starting to question her own life choices. But not 12. 12 is a little young for me, unless they're going roller skating with a group or something, and somebody holds hands, and uh, they kiss a little bit. I'm fine with that. But as far as, like, on a formal date, I don't think 15 is unreasonable. Yeah, I I guess uh, they, they, you're still, but, I mean, are you taking them there? Or are you going to be, like, the direct supervisor for all of this? Uh, yes and no. No, I'm not. I would not be the helicopter parent, and I did have a daughter, so this isn't father-daughter kind of thing. But I think kids need to experience. I, my, so I just. What are you doing? Is that the Guam quarter again? You trying to reflip and get out of this? I dropped a pen and it landed heads down in a place that probably didn't want to get stabbed right there. But the point is, I'm talking about my thigh. The point is. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying once again for the people who can't do this. There's a reason we can't do video. I'm not wearing pants, and if it hits my ah. thigh, it's going to leave a mark. That's all I'm saying. You, I knew you, you forced me that. into it. I thought it. maybe I could lead you out of there, but I you couldn't do it. You forced me into it. I, I don't even know what I, This is the problem with me only paying attention to 40% of what comes out of my mouth and 20% of what comes out of yours. <laughs> I don't even know what we were saying. I'm going to win this argument because I've made points for one thing, and you don't even remember what you're talking about. (laughs) 
Fifth, oh, I'm not the kind of guy that's going to... My thing is always, you don't, ever, you, you don't learn to duck unless life bloodies your nose once in a while. Let kids experience things and get themselves into things and out of things. That You, you don't have an ID and can't get into the R-rated movie and you got to think on your feet or uh, your, your debit card doesn't work at the, the soda shop or whatever. Like, I like that what, kind of... Are your kids dating? 1945? Like, what's going on here? How old are you? I don't know what kind of debit card your family was dealing with in 1945 the soda shop what is that this sets uh, the shake shop I, where people what? go the drive-in a and w root beer stand those human people with their thoraxes and mandibles like i don't think you understand children <laughs> people soda shops like... they wear saddle shoes and big hoop skirts isn't that right <laughs> this is your first day on earth <laughs> nice to meet you steve Kids need to get into stuff and get out of stuff. That builds confidence. That lets them know that once they can drive, that they're able to get into things because they can get out of them. Like, you got to build confidence in the world. You got to know how to talk to people. If you get stuck or you get lost or you don't know what you're doing, ask somebody. That kind of thing. Here's where I come down. I just, I just don't want to be involved in this process at all. If they start <laughs> dating before 16, I've got to drive them places and be responsible and do that. I don't want that. I'm just going to tell them, wait till you can drive. Then do what you want. That's, that just makes so much sense to me. It's a clear-cut line. It gives them incentive to get, a, to get the license, to get the insurance, to be responsible, and then they'll have a job that's crushing their soul and they won't date anyway. And it won't be my fault. It'll be society's fault. It all works out. I've got a system. Don't take this away. Who, who, who hurt you, James? Who was it? What, what happened? Life. <laughs> came in and used me and left, and I, man. Wow. And <laughs> it was a beatdown, too, whatever it, it was. was. It's been <laughs> ever since, man. I used a baseball bat. Yeah, so. But think, I, do you really want to go out and chaperone all those days? No. You go to the bowling alley and all that? So you just drop them off and leave? Yes, I would drop and leave. And the caveat being, I am one phone call away, and all you got to do is say the word, and your dad will be there. That's my what is, point. What is the word? Do you have a secret code word? <laughs> yeah, the code word is Raven. <laughs> <laughs> Just make the Raven sound. <laughs> <laughs> Tippy-toe, tippy-toe. And that ensures that they'll never date again. They hear them, see their friends hear them cawing into the phone. They're like, okay, there'll but- be no second date. That's, that's, I want that internalized, that uh, I can go out on my own because dad is one phone call away. That's what I like. That gives kids confidence and that teaches them about maturity. That's how life works. I, I think we are living very different lives here. I don't think. Uh, apparently so. Mine is rational, and yours is post-traumatic stress disorder driven. Yeah, I don't think the maturity fairy comes down to you at 15 or 16 or 21 or 35. I think that maturity fairy stays away, all the extended adolescence here. So yeah, I, speak of the <laughs> devil. There you are. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you should you should talk, Mister. I don't wear pants for a podcast. Come on now. Yeah, so I think I just think later is better. I met my wife when I was I was eighteen, freshman year of college. So uh, and before that, like I think I I might have had a, I, I technically had a girlfriend for a day. I asked her out and she <laughs> oh, took no. the next day. Never went out, so I don't think that counts. So, like I only ever had one girlfriend, and I married her. I was like, this is not going to happen again. Got to lock this in, and we're done. Oh, thank- I had the confidence to do that because I was over sixteen. I knew, you know what? I'm old enough to make a life ruining decision. I'm just going <laughs> to. Go. And apparently so did your wife. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> I don't know what she was thinking. I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know what her excuse is. <laughs> As a little girl, she thought, I someday want to have 27 children. And I, I cannot wait to settle. That's what she was thinking. <laughs>
Because I've had the best, and now I'm into the rest. And here comes James. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I did, we, we've kind of coasted to a stop on this one. We have a few minutes left. But I, if I dug into this whole not dating until you're 18 thing, I think both of us would end up crying. Is that, uh, I don't know, how old were you when you met your wife? Uh, 24, possibly 24. It's 24 or 25. Those were your those were your drinking years, weren't they? Yeah, well, they were her that. drinking years. I'll tell you that. <laughs> what did you look like when she sobered up? She could not have been pleased with that. Uh, she hasn't seen it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I just Poor keep an, an IV of of wine going in. <laughs> oh yeah, someday I just shudder to think. Someday she's going to wake up looking at you and be like, "Oh my God, what was the last? What were the last someday. twenty years?" That was like, how, how long have you guys been married? Uh, Nineteen ninety two. I like how you couldn't do the math. You had to give me the year. Uh, well, this, this is how I tell people how old I am. Thank God I turned 50. It's a round number this year. <laughs> I have to subtract 1967, and then I go, sometimes if it ends in a 6, I subtract the 6 and add 1. Like, it's a very complicated algorithm I have to do to figure out where I'm at on the timeline. It's complicated with kids, too, like for dating age. Like, am I even going to remember how old they are to be like, should you be dating now or not? Like, I'm not going to sit there and do the math. I'll probably be like, can you drive? If you could drive, I'll just toss you the keys and you'll go. And that'll be that'll, – that'll solve all my problems. I mean, I am banking on that so much. When, I, when they turn 16, I'm basically done parenting. You're on your own. Solve your own problems now. I remember going to my dad and asking if I could date, and he said, Steve, who let you out of the attic? It was a very uncomfortable conversation. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, the world was not better for it, that's for sure. <laughs> did, you ever, did you ever think about going back? Is that <laughs> an option? Where do you think my studio is? <laughs> it's a step up from the closet, huh? Yeah, it, more of a lateral move, yeah. yeah. Well, it would be a vertical move, actually. <laughs> yeah. Well done! <laughs> oh, there's that English degree coming in handy. Yeah, boom! <laughs> all right, we're going to go out on a high note. That's, we've crossed the 17-minute mark, and that's all we got for today. I think I can confidently say that I won this debate. I've, I feel so good right now. I can't even put it into words. I'm sure every parent who just pictured somebody like you on the dating scene has decided their children will oh, never date. No, so I'm pretty no. sure I won. <laughs> their daughters have way better taste than that. That would never that would never go down. And it's not for a lack of back trying on my part. Men, women, everybody. Better off waiting till after 16. Get that car. <laughs> it's the way to go. I'm sorry, Steve. You lose again. 15th time. Uh, oh, well, what do you think? Let us know on social media. In fact, let James know. He loves fan mail. Get in touch with him on Facebook, Exploding Unicorn, and it's spelled the way you think it is. Or on Twitter, at Exploding Unicorn, without the E, just a big X. And it is a big X. you got a capital X in the front of that thing, James. That's arrogance right there, hubris. Or get in touch with me, all lowercase, Steve Olivas, on Twitter, at Steve Olivas, O-L-I-V-A-S. And uh, we'll come at you every week with a topic like this one. I like these parenting topics, James. Yeah, I think it'll it'll up our listeners from one to maybe two, maybe two and a half. We'll see. Oh, come on, show a little more hubris. We're gonna we're gonna set the bar at five. Whoa! whoa I know, whoa, I know. I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> All right. Until next week, this is Steve Olivas for James, the exploding unicorn, saying thank you for listening, everybody. Oh.